You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 272 of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary Acewebe. How's it going, Gary? It's going very good. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a good week. How are you doing, Rich? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a very busy week. Um, just glad that it's Friday, but uh, I have quite a bit of work to still do, so... But still, glad the weekend is finally here. Yes. So, um, of course, we, we do have a couple of topics to get into this week. Wasn't really, hasn't really been a too heavy news week. Obviously, a lot of people are still playing Red Dead Redemption 2, as How well as all the other games that have been out in the last uh, couple of weeks. I'm doing pretty good, so yeah, it's been a hasn't very been busy week. a ton of news, but that will change, of course, over the next uh, two months. And of course, we have the uh, video game award show, which is going to be coming out in December. So, pretty sure we'll have a lot more to say. But uh, before we get into any of these news topics, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing. So, Gary, would you like to go first and let us know what you've been playing? Yep. Um, so, I do have a surprise. But first of all, let me get to <laughs> Overwatch because obviously, you know, we know I've been playing Overwatch. I didn't actually play as much this week. Like, there was actually a few days where I went without playing uh, just because of, like, being busy and tired. Um, but some new details came out today because BlizzCon is actually going on right now. Um, so there's a new character called Ash that came out. And uh, her character is, you know, she was actually part of McCree's, one of the other heroes. She was part of his group, his crew. Uh, which was like a crew of outlaws and everything this was before mccree joined the overwatch team um so she's she's like a, a really um kind of fast-paced shotgun character uh and her ultimate ability is actually that she brings in another hero like another character who basically destroys all the other characters so it's like she has her own did the, the the, the other character that she brings in is like Bane. He looks like Bane from Batman. Um, <laughs> so she has like her her own Bane-like sidekick. And her ultimate ability is basically summoning that, that character. And then he kind of like mops the floor with all the other heroes and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how they balance that and how that works and everything. Uh, they, they have released a video of uh, the character and there's a new cinematic as well. So all that stuff is out there now for you to go check out. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and uh, there, there was something else, but I forgot. Uh, but yeah, the, the Overwatch World Cup is on, going on right now. I was actually watching it before we started the show. Uh, I'm still betting on South Korea winning the World Cup again for the third year in a row. But um, Team USA is looking really good. Uh, they're, they're actually playing Team UK right now, and um, Team USA was definitely playing a lot better than UK. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
UK is definitely the weakest of the teams, but um, but they're 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 a lot better than last year, so I'll give them that. But yeah, that's pretty much it for my Overwatch update this week. Uh, so moving on, I actually I actually did play something else this week, believe it or not. So uh oh uh oh. So you know, uh, this whole week I've been seeing non-stop discussion about Red Dead Redemption on my timeline. You know, um, I mean, it, it started last week on last week's show when you and Tony were talking about the game. And then, yeah. you know, Tony's been tweeting about it nonstop and other people have been tweeting about the game. And um, shouts to, to Lesh, Alicia. Um, you know, I've been talking to her about the game and everything as well. So, you know what? Like yesterday, I, you know, I got, I got, I had a moment of weakness and, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I downloaded the Amazon Prime Now app and Prime Now for for those who don't know it allows you to order something and it comes to your door that day um, so I, I used the Prime Now app and I ordered Red Dead Redemption and within like three hours it was at my door so whoa um, whoa wow Damn. I, yep so I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 since uh, you know yesterday evening I played some uh, I played it for like an hour yesterday, and then uh, today I I got to play it for like an hour and a half or something like that. And I've basically reached a point now where uh, you after you rob the train and then your camp moves to a new location. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing this is where the game really begins now, because you know I can kind of free roam and just do whatever I want, kind of thing. So uh, I guess this is where the game really starts, but. So far, I'm, I'm super impressed. Like for a PlayStation 4 game, it looks incredible. Definitely uh -oh. one, of, one of the better-looking games. Uh, and you know, it seems like there's a lot of different mechanics at play in this game as well. Like there's so many, you know, uh, little things you can do. Like there, there's a lot of attention to detail in the game. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, some of the things you can do and some of the experiences that people have been talking about. Um, Alicia actually told me that she came across the KKK in the game and you know, <laughs> you, you just yeah. randomly see them and you can kill them, you know, and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that because when I find them, I'm always on when I see them. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being a cowboy. I'm surprised they got a black cowboy too. That was pretty surprising. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think they've done an excellent job with that character so far. Also, um, yeah. Well, I, I have to say that definitely is is shocking because uh, we we didn't we, we didn't discuss this ahead of time. So you, you definitely surprised me. I didn't know that you had already purchased the game. So that's awesome news. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to surprise you because I, I know you probably <laughs> thought probably thought, oh wow, this, this guy he's, he's playing Overwatch. That's all he plays. He didn't play anything else. So, uh oh, no! I wanted to surprise you this time. Well, I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this show, if they see it later, or they will be surprised. Uh, of course, there will be some criticism from one person uh, when you said this PlayStation 4 game. They're going to be like, "Well, hold on a second. Red Dead is on Xbox, also." So we know who that person is, though. But uh, yeah, they well, need to relax. Uh, I got a news flash for that person. I don't have an Xbox One. And I don't want an Xbox One. So, there you go. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's good. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, a- as for me, what I have been playing this week, um, okay, there's, there's only really two games to really talk about. Uh, yes, I, I did play more of Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I have a review that I have been working on. Uh, I intended to release that review already, but I, I have been, I've had a very busy week, you know, taking care of other stuff in life outside of just gaming. But um, I did complete Call of Cthulhu last weekend. And um, I mean, I thought the game was, was, was fantastic. I mean, it's not a perfect game. It does have some flaws. Uh, but I, I thought what they put together and what that studio put together, they did a fantastic job with the game. I was just frustrated that the game released on the 30th of October because that is still too close to Red Dead Redemption 2. And therefore, because of that, uh, a lot of people are going to miss out on this game. Now, they'll probably pick it up later um, if they are so inclined to do so. But um, I do think it's unfortunate with the timing of the release. Now, at the same instance, it is a survival horror game. This is right around Halloween time. So I totally understand the decision to release it at this particular time. I just think it's unfortunate for the devs. Uh, if it does not do well, uh, you know, it's because other people maybe just haven't picked it up yet because they're too busy playing Red Dead Redemption 2 or any or any other game that has come out this month. So, but with that said, if you're looking for a, I guess the the right uh, way to frame it, if you're looking for a survival horror game that it mainly relies on stealth, um, first person perspective. Uh, investigational stuff like looking at stuff uh, to get clues and determine something this is something that you would definitely want to, 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 to check out um, and as I said I have been working on a review I am planning to have that review done ASAP so it may be done by this weekend definitely check it out on the website if it is and let me know what you think about the game if you had a chance to pick it up but I did see a lot of people streaming this game so I am glad at the very least that the word is getting out about the game because I do think that, you know, as an independent title, it definitely deserves some recognition. And then again, it looks fantastic just in terms of the graphics. It looks awesome. So um, definitely a game worth checking out. You can play it on Xbox, PlayStation 4, and PC. And I believe it's coming to the Switch uh, early next year. So definitely check it out. Um, as for the second game that I've been playing, yes, I have been playing more Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I am not particularly far in this game. Uh, right now, I believe I'm still on Chapter 2 because there are a ton of missions uh, in, in Chapter 2. Uh, where you are at right now, Gary, that is about to be the end of Chapter 1. So, yeah, the free roaming and all that other stuff, you're about to come right up, in, right, right up on that very soon. And um, I have to say... Uh, the game is, is fantastic, although although I, I do have a few comments to make in regards to the game itself. And uh, again, I, I just want to preface by saying I have not completed the game yet, so I could be wrong about some of this stuff, but this is just my observation of what I have played so far. As I've spent about 24 hours in the game, so two criticisms to make. Number one, and this is something that everybody has been talking about, I saw some people complain and say, well, this isn't really a valid complaint, but I have to say it, the controls in the game, you know, it feels a little unrefined, 
uh, unpolished in certain areas. I know, in particularly with with the shooting, that feels like the exact same controls that I've that I've had when I played Grand Theft Auto V. And I know that they promised that they were going to change up some things in terms of the controls. So I, I, I have to say, the way that they set up the controls, I'm not really too much of a fan of, of, of how it is at the moment. Um, it does take a while to get used to. Once you get used to it, then it's not a big deal. But I just feel like in this particular game, they probably should have thought about the controls a little bit more. I know this game has been in development for quite some time. So easy to forgive something like that and really it's just about adjusting to the controls but i i have to say for those that have been complaining about the controls not really being you know being too complex i am with you i, love, I am with you right there 100 because it just feels like certain things should be a little bit more simpler and it's a lot more complex than it actually needs to be so yeah like that's one complaint the other complaint that i have is when you do these missions and as you are doing these missions, if you are a completionist and you are trying to get the gold, uh, the gold medal, um, I don't like the fact that you have to do the mission first. Then you can go back and see the objectives that you missed out on. It feels like they should have given you that option from the very beginning when the mission starts. You should be able to pause it, look and see what the objective, what the objectives, what the objectives are to get gold status. And then you go from there because I don't really know if anyone else has, if I could be the only one that's that's experiencing this issue. But if I'm trying to get a gold star on a mission, you know, there are certain things you have to do in every single mission the way it's laid out. And I just feel as though for somebody who was trying to do that, you should at least have that information up front before you actually start the mission so you can actually attempt to do it. Uh, but no, you have to do the mission first. And if you don't, reach gold status, you get bronze or silver, then you are able to see what you missed and you can go back and do it again. But it just I just wish they had that, that little option before you even started the mission. Um, so that's that that is a little nitpicky for some. For me especially, because I like to, you know, complete stuff, you know, try to try to hundred percent stuff any any chance that I get. This is a game that I absolutely do intend to hundred percent at some point in time. But um, that's the only complaint that I would have aside from the controls. You, 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 you was gonna say something? Yeah, like I get the impression that um, with this game, like they were going for like a super cinematic, immersive kind of feel, and I think that influenced some of their uh, game design choices. Like uh, particularly mm -hmm. with what you were talking about with the controls, it feels like they've. Uh, kind of sacrificed a bit of the uh, fluidity of the controls for having more of a cinematic kind of uh, feel to it um, mm -hmm. like when you're doing stuff because um, the, the presentation in this game is insane like definitely for sure and I think that that's what they that that was like their main uh, goal to make a, a an, an immersive and cinematic western experience kind of thing um and you know i mean i'm i don't want to say the controls are secondary or anything but like i think they i think they made a lot of conscious decisions based on what they were going for with the presentation um and i think that shows a lot uh what you said about the missions though i haven't 
Uh, I haven't, you know, because I'm, I'm still so early in the game, I haven't paid much attention to the, you know, the missions I have done because they just feel like basically uh, training tutorial missions, basically. But that is something that would annoy me too. Like, I could see that uh, definitely annoying me. Like, if I'm trying to get gold stars on, on all the missions and it doesn't tell you what, what exactly you have to do because that's one of the things in Assassin's Creed, like... Um, I always try my, my hardest to get like, you know, the, uh, the full completion of each mission, but at least it tells you, you know, it usually tells you like what you have to do to, to get, you know, um, the full percentage of the mission or whatever. Um, and you know, I mean, with Assassin's Creed, it's annoying because like you could easily mess up, um, because of the dumb AI or whatever. But in this game, like it's a game that because it's so immersive, you probably want to put in the effort to do it so uh to hear what you're saying it it kind of means that you probably have to replay missions or something um and you know it's like they're forcing you to replay missions um and that will probably get annoying so yeah well yeah uh and, and, and i just want to i just want to make sure that i state though that um you no know, it, it could be a, a issue that i a specific issue that i have with it i don't really know if everybody's going to have the same issue with the uh gold stuff only because you know there is actually a, an achievement in a trophy where if you get 80 gold stars then you unlock that so i obviously as someone who was trying to eventually get that trophy i i definitely am you know i have noticed that so that that is a complaint for that reason also i want to be very transparent but it may not be something that everybody uh is a problem for everybody um, but I will say I agree 100% with what you said about the game design choices because they want it to be a very cinematic experience. And yes, it, it is. It does look incredible. Um, so I, I, I definitely have to give them that. Um, one, one final thing I wanted to mention uh, is that now I know that there have been people complaining about a lot of different glitches in the game. Now, I have not encountered these glitches yet, but there was one glitch that I had heard from our very good friend Adam over at the Throwdown. He told me there was an article that went up on a website where they were talking about there's a glitch now where after you meet with certain gang members, then the gang members disappear and they're not in the party. So I don't really know uh, what that particular glitch is. I have heard of a, a ton of glitches, though, in the game right now that people are starting to come across. Um, so hopefully, if any of these are severe, and if anybody is watching this show, they can confirm if this stuff is actually true. Hopefully, Rockstar will fix this stuff ASAP. Uh, you know, release another patch or what have you, uh, because you can't be having anything severe uh, in terms of any glitches for this game. I expect that there are going to be some type of glitches, but anything that causes major issues with the experience, they have to fix that ASAP. Um, so we'll see about that, but, um, yeah, j j just to finish off, uh, this particular session. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I think you still think the game is, is, is just, is fantastic for what it is. I'm not going to say it's a perfect game because it does have some flaws, but, um, I think Rockstar did an excellent job. And again, yeah, the game has been in development for a long period of time. So I, I definitely expect them to. To, to, to deliver a high quality product because it's been in, in development longer than a game typically is in development if you go on by today's standards of two and a half years to three 
So I have to give them credit. Uh, they have delivered a great product. Uh, hopefully I will have completed the game by the next time we record our show next week and I'll have some other thoughts. But so far, I'm enjoying the experience. It's just that there's a lot of stuff to do in this game. So it takes a while to really dive in and get do everything that you want to do. But definitely a, a solid game thus far. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting into it. Um, I'm probably going to like, you know, since t tomorrow is Saturday, I'm probably going to like spend the night uh, just playing some of this game, like in getting through some of the earlier parts of the game. Um, but yeah, it's so far so good. Like I'm really, really liking it so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I believe that does conclude what we have been playing. Oh yeah. One quick comment I want to make before we go on to our main topics in terms of, uh, what we have been watching. I just want to make a quick comment. If you saw Castlevania season one on Netflix, and maybe you thought that it wasn't uh, that good, I would definitely advise you to see season two as soon as possible because, man, season two is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they made it. You know, it's a 10 episode season. They've already confirmed season three is, it has been approved. But man, season two was awesome. I will highly, highly recommend if you're a fan of Castlevania, you need to go see that as soon as possible on Netflix. And no, Netflix is not paying me to tell you this either. This is just me telling you from my own uh, personal experience of watching it this past weekend. It, it was awesome. So <laughs> that's that's all that's all I wanted to add. So uh, on that note, now we're going to move on to what we have been playing. And uh, I'm actually going to, to switch up the topics a little bit. The first topic to discuss this week is uh, going to stay with Netflix. You know, um, so earlier this week, they released a clip, a brief video clip of Henry Cavill dressed up as Geralt from the upcoming Witcher series. Now, just a few quick things to mention about this clip. A lot of people complained because Henry Cavill didn't have the beard. And then this prompted the people working on the show to mention this is actually following Geralt at a much younger age. So he doesn't have the scar on his face. He doesn't have the beard at all, so that's 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 an important detail for them to mention. But yes, they released the clip. Uh, Henry Cavill as Geralt. He didn't say anything. He did, uh, you know, get himself a drink, and that was pretty much it. So um, I know that we've spoken about this Witcher show for a while. Also, the logo at the end said the show is coming in 2019. Now I thought the show was coming in 2020 so that, that's a little quicker than i anticipated that it was going to release but uh 2019 sure that's that's fine but um i wanted to start off by getting your thoughts gary on uh what did you think of how they made henry cavill look for this particular role do you still think that he is a good fit for this role or should they have considered getting someone else to play this character uh i still stand by the fact they should have got somebody else uh maybe someone uh, a little older than henry cavill um but i mean he I, I don't know like it looks possible like just possible you know to me like it's not perfect but it is possible uh to me it just looks like superman in a wig you know um but 
it's not you know it's not like bad but just you know we we don't get a full idea of how the show is going to be production wise from that clip it's pretty much just revealing how he looks as Geralt yeah. um so I, I really want to see what the budget is like in the presentation of the actual show because maybe it can work uh but it just depends on you know the production value they put into it um you know, I mean, a lot of the, the talk is that, you know, this could be like a Game of Thrones style show or whatever, but Game of Thrones has a huge budget, man, and they've pulled off some incredible stuff in that show, so there's a lot to live up to with that, if that's what you want to be viewed as, um, and you could be setting yourself up for failure if you try and, you know, imitate that, so, um, I, yeah, I just want to see what they, I mean, they, they also do, at the same time, they do need a big budget to stay true to what The Witcher is. Because, you know, as we've seen from the games, there's a lot of magic. There's a lot of different creatures and monsters and stuff. Um, so they are actually going to need a really good budget to pull this off convincingly. So, yeah, I, I want to see what uh, how serious they're going to take this, basically. But what do you yeah. think? Do you think he looks okay? I, I, you know, I agree with what you have to say. Uh, I, when I first saw the image, I, I have to admit that I, I wasn't really impressed with the image. Uh, and, and, you know, but again, it, it's about seeing how the end product looks. You know, knowing what the budget is and knowing what the universe is, how they portray it, I think that can definitely change one's opinion on, on, on everything else. Um, but when I looked at him, the image, I wasn't really too impressed. Uh, initially, I just thought, well, yeah, this guy is in the costume. I mean, there, there isn't anything about the character that makes me think that this isn't Henry Cavill, though. And I think that, you know, maybe if he did have the scar, maybe if he did have the gold tee, that would help. Because that is how I remember Geralt looked in Witcher 3. So uh, the fact that he is, this is a much younger version, um, not really, doesn't really look too too impressive to me. You know, but again... I would give it the benefit of the doubt once I actually see what they intend, what they are trying to do with the show. Um, I did, but but I mean, one thing I will say though, to know that it's coming 2019, that that is a little concerning because I figured this is going to take a lot longer uh, than than that um, because I know that they just finished writing the script not too long ago, uh, so it's very it's a very quick turnaround time when we get this show done. And if this is supposed to be a high you know, with, with the special effects and everything, I would have anticipated, okay, maybe not quite 2019, but the very start of 2020 would have been when they this show was going to drop. But the end of that trailer said 2019, so I said, oh, okay, so we'll have to see how that turns out. But um, other than that, um, I just thought it was okay. I, I mean, I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't impressed with the look, if I'm honest, but... I will give them the benefit of the doubt once I see how he is used, once I see how the universe comes together and how every, every all the other characters are portrayed. So we'll definitely get an answer on that next year. Indeed. Yeah. But uh, any other thoughts before we uh, move on to the next topic? No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. So uh, the next topic up, um, 
we have to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 because there was a story that, that uh, happened this week regarding the game. Among all the other articles, I see a ton of news about the game. All types of articles you can think of, you know, whether it's a tips article or whether it's the glitches that I mentioned earlier. But one thing that really stood out this week was a particular news story in which Rockstar sued a website called Trusted Reviews over Red Dead Redemption 2 leaks. Um, so, so Gary, I believe this incident, did this incident happen in, 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 the, in the UK or did it happen here? Because I saw that they, they, you know, they pretty much, they sued them for $1 million, one, 1 million pounds, according to this article. So, yeah. um, feel free to, 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 to give us more details about what happened with this particular incident. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're a UK uh, website, uh, Trusted Reviews, and yeah, they leaked <laughs> information about um, the game having a Battle Royale mode for the for the online, and oh, a few no. other details like that, and I, I guess Rockstar took that personally, and um, we, we know Rockstar is sitting on a ton of money because they, they make Grand Theft Auto and uh, other popular games, so we know they have a ton of cash. So they probably were like, they, they probably have a strong legal team. So they were like, you know what? Let's sue these people. Like, you know, just <laughs> just as casually as that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they decided to sue Trusted Reviews for leaking that information. And um, now they're hit with a, a, a one million pound bill. And that's quite a lot. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money for a website to pay out you know because we know like being in the media uh industry and everything that like money matters a lot like you know um and it's it's not it's not easy to pay up one million dollars as you know um as a, a media site um so i'm hoping that i mean i don't know the the company structure of trusted reviews but i'm hoping that maybe they're owned by a larger company that can afford this if not, then don't be surprised if Trusted Reviews ends up going away after this because that's that's a lot of money for a website to be paying out, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, the moral of the story here is don't mess with Rockstar because yeah, <laughs> they're, they're well, on a the rampage. Well, I, I, think, I, think, I think that and I think the, the other moral of the story is, in general, don't leak any information. Uh, I mean, I know that we have seen multiple times quite a bit of, of websites, uh, you know, different people that know information or they find out information about a game that is supposed to be confidential. They will leak it out early. And uh, sometimes they face penalties. Other times they don't. Like I know last year there was an incident where I believe that there was a Mario Luigi game that leaked out, that a YouTuber leaked out. I don't know if it was a written review or an actual um youtube review or what have you but that person obviously did that and then all and as a result of that going down then there was a whole bunch of issues that came from that you know nintendo had to redo their policy of who they give review copies to that person you know they had some penalties but i i've seen instances where people would leak out stuff and even though they get penalized for it they still receive uh games or they still receive other products so it, it, it doesn't really apply uh, in, in every instance, but in this particular instance, um, I mean, I, I have to speak honestly. I don't know of one website 
that that actually has that kind of money to just throw away on on a settlement um one million is a lot uh i don't know of any website that makes that much money where they can afford to still be operating after they pay that but i'm pretty sure there are some websites out there but just in particular if you're talking about just a gaming website i don't really know of one website that makes that much uh does an ign make that much does a game game spot i have no idea i mean i would assume that IGMA is making excellent money because they're the top number one site, but um, that just seems like a, a ton, of, a ton of a ton of money they have to deal with. So it it is it is a a very you know I want to say I don't know if I want to say shocking to, uh, 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 situation to happen. Um, I just I just find it interesting that they just would decide to go this route and then it's, it's so much money. I mean I think there's no warning whatsoever from Rockstar. I mean, I, if you get caught up in this, then that's it. That's it for them. Like you said, the trusted reviews, no longer a website. Um, I, In my opinion, I think now uh, Rockstar can say that they own that website. Uh, if they, if they, all, all that money is being paid. But, um, hey, it, it, it just, I, I do feel, though, if you uh, leak out something, you definitely, you definitely have to understand that there will be some consequences for it. Uh, you know, we can debate whether or not they were too rough with their particular consequences, but I understand that if you leak out something, there won't be some type of penalties. Um, but now they know at least one million reasons why it was not a good idea to put that article up and, re and release that information. Although I will say that I thought that that Battle Royale feature, that was rumored, out, rumored about for a long time. We've actually... I mean, I've seen articles talking about this could be coming to uh, the, the game, so I don't really understand why they targeted them like that. Um, but again, I, I didn't see the original article, so I don't know what all they said. They definitely, obviously, said more than, than that for, for them for them to take that action against them. But um, it's an unfortunate situation. But hopefully, they are still able to operate after they are done paying this uh, settlement. I, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. Like the the uh, battle royale thing is something a lot of people were discussing. Like you know whether the game would have it or if the game has it. Um, what I think happened is I think maybe Rockstar allowed them to actually see the game. You know, um, and that maybe there was an NDA signed because if yeah. there if there was an NDA signed, that would give more validity to this case you know so i'm assuming there was some sort of nda in place and then they went ahead and leaked it and that's why they're suing them because if it's just like you're you know speculating or whatever like they can't really do much about that so yeah. they're, 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 and you know this is a lesson to because i see a lot of people in our circle like you know uh the independent media and everything like there's been a few cases throughout the past couple of years where people have broken ndas and mm -hmm. that can seriously land you in hot water if you do that because companies can sue you if you break an nda so um that that should be a lesson to a lot of people as well because you're you're signing something to say that you're not going to talk about this you know before this particular date or whatever so you know they can sue you if they want to um so that should be a lesson to a lot of media sites out there because uh, you know the they make you sign it for a reason so yeah, so, yeah. i agree it, 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 it definitely it definitely is a tough a tough lesson to learn 
Uh, and then when you consider the amount of money that Rockstar made uh, off of Grand Theft Auto that, that first week, that's, uh, yeah, the opening weekend records, I believe it was about $725 million. So that $1 million, man, that's, uh, they, don't really, not really, they don't really need that money, but uh, they're they going to get it anyway. So that's, <laughs> yeah, it's a rough situation. Um, but uh, it is a lesson learned. And for anybody out there that if they are ever in a situation where they are working with a publisher or what have you, and you do have exclusive access to some information, you, you have to know if you sign an NDA, do not reveal that information whatsoever. You know, if there's an embargo that they give you on a product that you receive early, make sure that you review that when the embargo has lifted. Do not do it ahead of time because there definitely will be some consequences. Um, just have to be mindful of that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that one million pounds is going to fund an extra 100 hours of work for GTA 6. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Well, 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 yeah, but you know that, that game is probably that game is definitely not coming anytime soon. You know, we'll see that game next generation, maybe at the end of next generation. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely see that uh, next generation, I, I believe. Oh yeah, definitely next generation. Yeah, but it's a matter of when, and they'll probably re-release this also on the newer consoles, depending on when those consoles come out, whether it's twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. But, um, oh yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. that's the new uh, strategy. Like release a game towards the end of the console generation, and then uh, when the new consoles come out, resell that same game and make just as much money as they did on on the first release. Like that's, oh, absolutely. That's their new yeah. You know, that's their new thing. So they they, they will one hundred percent do that. And, and um, I, I listen. I, I I will admit that I do not do not plan to buy the game. Again, and by the way, I did play it on Xbox One as well as PlayStation 4. I don't need to buy the game again. But I will say, uh, people who are saying that it looks better on Xbox, I, I mean, I guess if you have a 4K TV, then you can say, yeah, it does look better. I don't, I can't tell that difference. I could say that the, the gameplay experience is about the same on both consoles. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it, it is what it is. But, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I will be buying the game again because if and when it comes to PC, I'm buying it on PC. So. Oh, you mean what? You mean you mean what? When when it comes, it's definitely gonna come to PC. That's right. Probably next year. Um, yeah, next year I'll be surprised if it's not on PC by this time next year for the holidays. Yeah, uh, which, which site was it that leaked that it was uh coming to PC? Because I'm surprised they didn't sue them. Uh oh. Well, hey, that, that's a good question. I, I'm not sure of the website. I know people were talking about they had noticed uh, some files in the in the companion app that revealed or hinted that it was going to become the PC because of how some of the, the, the stuff was, was labeled in, in the actual files. Um, but uh, Rockstar has not confirmed that information yet, so I guess we will have to wait until the official confirmation. Um, but... Uh, it's definitely going to come to PC. Just like Grand Theft Auto V did. My only complaint is I don't understand why Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC, but yet the original Red Dead Redemption didn't come to PC at all. So that right there, I don't understand. But uh, 
But you know what? It, it is what it is. And because Rockstar saw Two Take Two saw how much money that that game made, oh, I 100% believe it will become a PC because they, they know it and people will buy it. So that's a that's a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, any other thoughts before we move on to the next topic? Nah. Uh oh. Let's go to the next topic. All right, the next topic. Uh, and this is to coincide with uh, other PlayStation news. Uh, we learned this week that now PlayStation has shipped 86.1 million units in total. Uh, so obviously, congrats to, to Sony PlayStation uh, for this particular feat. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? And uh, what do you think that this means that they have released the sales figure? Uh, I mean, congrats to Sony. I feel like, you know, every few months we're congratulating them because that, that number just keeps rising. Um, mm-hmm. So congrats once again. I, I truly believe that they could hit 90 million by the end of the year or either, you know, maybe early 2019 or something. So, you know, I think I definitely think that number is going to continue to rise. Um and it, it seems like it's not slowing down, even though there's signs of the new generation starting fairly soon. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure Sony's loving that because, you know, they're still making a ton of money and uh, they can put that money into funding the next project. And, uh, yeah, and getting people into the ecosystem and getting them invested. Because, um, I mean, I actually just read a report the other day that uh, backwards compatibility is definitely going to be built in to the PS5. So um, so I'm sure that will uh, make things a bit more smoother and uh, it will make people a bit happier to transition. Because at least then they can uh, bring across their collection of games that they bought for the PS4. Um, I mean, I, I would hope that's the case, to be honest, you know. Um, I definitely think it should be the case for both consoles. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, the, overall, this is good for them. They've had a great generation sales-wise. Um, and, you know, even though I, I feel like this wasn't a great generation overall, <laughs> um, they're, they're doing good. So, I mean, good for them. So, so you know what? I, I, I'm actually going to ask you a, a bonus question about the generation, and, and I'll do that after this, but First, before I go get to that, I, I do have a few things to say about this, this sales number. Um, I agree with what you said about them hitting 90 million, and I would, I, and I, and I believe that that is going to happen before this year is over because I, I, I did do some research and I did see that I believe this is at Target, although it might be at Walmart. There is actually going to be a PlayStation 4 Spider-Man bundle on sale for 199. Black Friday. Wow. So anyone that does not have a PlayStation 4, they will pick that up because that is an unbelievable price for the console and Spider-Man combined. So that right there is going to be a hot item. I will be very surprised if it's going to be in stock still by the end of Black Friday uh, because it's it definitely is going to be something that people are going to pick up without, without a doubt. So that number will increase uh, and yeah, we do congratulate Sony for the sales numbers. Uh, because we, but, but but just just to be clear, you know, Microsoft is doing good with sales. Nintendo is also doing good with sales. So I don't want people to think we are totally 100 uh, percent 
uh, only talking about Sony's success. No, Xbox is doing well. Phil Spencer has done excellent stuff for Xbox. I mean, really, he is the one that is saving grace because the way the Xbox One launched, that was just a horrible launch in so many different ways. So, yeah, he's doing a great job of what he's done. Um, Xbox has an event coming up this month. We're definitely going to be talking about that event soon because uh, I'm very curious to know what they announce at that event. Uh, I, think, I believe it's in two weeks. So we'll talk about that when that goes down. But uh, sticking with Sony, yeah, I think that number is is great for them. Uh, PlayStation 5, I don't. I have no idea when it's coming out. I do expect it, there to be an announcement about that uh, next year. And then whether that or not that announcement is the reveal of the system and that it is coming out, I have no idea when it's coming out. It could be 2019, 2020. But the, I definitely expect to hear about that system and see an actual reveal before the end of next year. Um, and uh, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, a great sales number for Sony. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, everything that PlayStation does is fantastic. Uh, PlayStation VR has picked up in sales, but yet there have not been a ton of games that they have released for that hardware. So I hope that they are definitely working on more stuff specifically for that, because a lot of the games that we saw at PSX last year, uh, they were they were pretty good games for, for you know PlayStation exclusive games and PlayStation PlayStation VR. But quite a, a number of those games are not out yet. So I, I think um, you know uh, they definitely have to improve in that particular area. But I give them credit for what they have done so far with PS4 console. Um, and yeah, I'm very curious to see how those numbers will increase over the next couple of months, well into next year, when they have all the other bigger titles coming out, like Last of Us Part Two, um, you know, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima, so on and so forth. So we'll see where everything goes. Um, now, the question I wanted to ask you. Before we move on to the other topic is uh, you mentioned about this generation and you said that this generation, it has not felt as though it's been a good generation for any particular games. I wanted to ask you if you could name three games this generation that you think have been solid standout performances, whether it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive or a PC or whatever, what would those three games be? Oh yeah, I can definitely name three, um, and I don't think any of them are exclusive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, none of them are exclusive. So yeah, I could definitely think of three. So the first one is The Witcher Three. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the second one is Persona Five for me personally, um, and Overwatch. You know, those, those are my three. But also honorary mention. Destiny, the first Destiny, because that game definitely um, changed the game a little bit. You know, like uh, they 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 introduced new gaming concepts, um, and you know we're still seeing companies kind of pull from those concepts as well. So I think Destiny was a very important game this generation as well. So I'll throw that in there. But exclusive-wise, I think you know when it comes to exclusives. This generation was really weak compared to last generation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, eh, no, I, I agree, but so, but, but you're saying that there's not one PS4 exclusive that you think has at least been 
uh, a quality experience of, of all that has been released so far. Now, I, I am aware that you did not play uh, Spider-Man yet, so mm. that's totally fine. I but, mean, but yeah. Horizon was good, you know, it was good. Um, I mean, I feel like Horizon, and I, I have a friend who's probably going to hate me for saying this, but... Um, <laughs> Horizon, it was like a combination of other game mechanics. Like, you know, there was a bit of Assassin's Creed in there, a bit of Tomb Raider. And, you know, so, I mean, in terms of the actual gameplay mechanics, it wasn't super original, but the concept was really unique and really good. And I hope they uh, make more of those games, you know. Um, So, yeah, that was definitely a standout in terms of exclusives. Um, I mean, Persona 5 was exclusive. It just wasn't made by Sony. So, I mean, yeah. you know, um, I don't know if we can count that. Um, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, God of War was was good. I, I think God of War was a little overrated, personally. But, you know, it was, it was, it was cool. It was good. Yeah, yeah so. no, well, I, I, I still, you know, I, I do feel bad for saying, but I, I still haven't finished God of War. And as far as Horizon Zero Dawn... Right as soon as that game came out, that was the same week that I was going to GDC. So I I went on GDC. I got busy with my work schedule of all the stuff I had to cover from GDC. And then was still covering when I came back. And I just never made the time to go back into Horizon. So hopefully I will at some point get back to Horizon. Because I had actually purchased that game. I had it pre-installed on my PlayStation 4. And I just never had a chance to go back and play it. So all I need to do is make the time to play it. Um, I can't do that now because I'm in Red Dead and uh, several other titles, but eventually I'll get back to it. Um, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, when I think of PS3, like, there's, there's a lot of games I can mention, like Last of Us, there was Uncharted yep. 2, Uncharted 3, there was Infamous 1 and 2. Uh, I mean, there was, like, so many great exclusives, like, on both consoles last generation, but this generation, it's like, uh, like, I mean... Even some of the notable ones like Uncharted 4 and, and stuff like that, like they were just average to me. Like they, they weren't doing a lot of new things. It was just the same thing over and over, you know. Um, hopefully Last of Us 2 and, um, you know, Days Gone and, you know, some of these other exclusives that have yet to come out still. Crackdown 3, you know, hopefully some of these games will be imp- impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I look back at this generation, it just really wasn't anything special to me. Um, and the third parties are like, they really carried this generation. Yep. No, I agree with that. The third parties definitely, uh, they, they, they definitely carried the carry this generation. I mean, there are a couple, a couple of exclusives PlayStation 4 that I, that I thought were, were enjoyable experiences. Um, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy Infamous Second Son, but obviously this is not like uh, the other Infamous games. It's a little bit different in the context, and it's not the, the main characters. It's completely different, you know, different approaches to some of the stuff. Um, I did enjoy the Detroit Become Human, but that is a game that is not for everybody, only because I enjoyed the fact that they tried to be uh, controversial and conscientious with the subject matter. So in those regards, I, I had respect for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand. It, it, it's not, uh, it's definitely nothing compared to last generation. Yeah, last generation, there was just a lot more games that really stood out. Um, 
I do agree with what you said about Destiny uh, because that is a game that when it did come out and we can criticize the way that they handled the, the, the practices of keeping content in the game but no doubt about it there are a lot of companies that are now trying to adopt that same model with what they're doing with their approaches like Anthem the game that everybody EA feels everybody is going to be talking about next year. I mean, that is a game that was spawned because of the popularity with Destiny. They, now EA wants to have their own version of Destiny. So, yeah, Destiny definitely is a game that started this conversation, this generation about people trying to do other other things, trying to change change uh, change up. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, as for the upcoming titles. Um, I really don't really know what to expect. You know, Last of Us, as I mentioned, when we saw it at E3, yes, Last of Us looked impressive, but to me, it reminds me very much of the last game. The combat looks very, looks, looks the same. We can talk about the AI has improved, sure, but the game just looks very similar to what I saw already with the last uh, game that they, that they did. The one game that I did mention that I did think stood out to me at E3 was Ghost of Tsushima because, again, the, 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 the developer Sucker Punch. I have nev never seen them make a game with this particular subject matter in this particular time period. So I was impressed by what they was what they had created with this game. So I'm looking forward to that. And as for Days Gone, um, you know, we'll have to see how Days Gone turns out. Uh, it looked it looked it looked it looked better the last time I saw it. The first time I saw it. You know, I wasn't too impressed, but it, it does. It's starting to look a little bit better, but still, because it is sort of a zombie-esque type of game, um, I don't really know how that's going to go over with everybody, because a lot of people are getting tired of that type of stuff too. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, looking forward to seeing what drops next year and whether or not there'll be a lot of things to get excited about. Because as of right now, it looks like it's more of the same, but. Uh, there could be some surprises in there, so we'll have to wait and see what that, how all that pans out. Indeed. Yes. So uh, let's move on now to the final topic for today. Uh, as I had mentioned, there wasn't really too much news this week. But this particular news, I, I believe that you are very interested in this particular story because I heard a rumor that you are planning on buying this console for the holidays. <laughs> so, yeah. After this news, you may not may not want to get it. Um, but basically, uh, earlier this this week, uh, you know, and this is something we spoke about before. You know, you know, Sony announced this console a little while ago, and I had made the comment when they announced it. What are the games that are going to be on this console? There was no information about that until until this week when it was finally revealed. So, for those that are interested. And they are ready to spend their $100 on the PlayStation Classic when it launches uh, in December. These are the 20 games you have to look forward to. Battle Arena Toshiba, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Odd World, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, 
and Wild Arms. Okay, so after hearing that lineup, Gary, uh, what do you think of these games that, the, uh, that uh, Sony has decided to put on the PlayStation Classic console? I'm not excited at all, to be honest. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like they missed out on a lot of games that defined, uh, you know, the PlayStation. Um, I mean, like, where's Gran Turismo? Uh, where's Tomb Raider? You know, um, yeah, like I like. There's, I, I feel like there's a lot more games they could have put on here now. Granted, you know they have Final Fantasy VII, they have uh, Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, um, and you know they have Tekken Three. Uh, and I know like these are games that people think of when they uh, when they think of the PlayStation, but like there's a lot. I feel, I feel like there's a lot more exclusive games as well that they probably should have put on there. Um, and some of these seem like filler to me. Um, and it, I don't think it really justifies the price, um, personally. But I mean, if, if you're, if, you know, if you're okay with all these games, then go have a blast. Um, I said it before, you know, uh, when we, when we first talked about, uh, you know, the PlayStation classic, when the news came out, um, I feel like I like it's cool going back to the the NES and the Super NES because you know those are old school retro games and it's easy to revisit them and feel something but revisiting that PlayStation era is different because um we're dealing with polygons and I feel like polygons didn't age well like I feel like a lot of games from this era didn't age well because of the clunky controls and you know it was it was kind of like they were still adjusting to 3d um and they hadn't they didn't fully have it worked out yet compared to what we have now so you know i feel like it's harder to go back to a lot of these games and play them now and enjoy them um than it is to play like the snares and the nes you know so um yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm just not a fan of this, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, sure, <laughs> sure, I would like to revisit Metal Gear Solid One, um, and you know, uh, Persona. Like that, that's probably like the, the the only game on here that has me super interested. The fact that they've got the first Persona on there, but there are other ways I can play that. So you know, I'm not going to spend ninety nine dollars to play that game. So. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't feel it's worth it personally. Um, I think there's a lot more games they could have put on there. To be honest, like, to make this worth it, they should have put like 50 games on there. But hey, you know, it's Sony. So there you go. <laughs> well, hey, I, I, I definitely agree that they, this is a missed opportunity. There's a, lot, a ton of games that should be on here, but aren't on this list. Um, when I saw this this article posted up, I instantly my instant reaction was, yeah, this this isn't worth the price for me personally. But you know, obviously, if there is somebody that is a PlayStation fan and uh, they want a gift uh, for this holiday season, it might be a good gift for that person. Um, if they want to relive some of the older games they might have already played or missed out on, so Metal Gear Solid is is good to have one there. Um, I will give them that, but uh, 
yeah, there's a ton of other games you've already mentioned that definitely should have been on this list. So definitely, definitely a missed opportunity. Um, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> and uh, 50 games would have been nice, but uh, you know, I guess uh, that was going to be too much for them to fit on there, I guess. I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I do know some people that purchased this system already. Because, you know, they pre-ordered it as soon as it was announced. Um, I, I asked them, did they regret their purchase now that they've heard about these games? And they've said, well, no, they, they still, they still, they're still all in. So, hey, some people might, might like this, uh, the, the lineup of games being offered. But, uh, I personally, no, no, man. That $100, I would much rather use on something else that I want to buy. That is actually a current gen game, you know. Uh, especially when I know that it's going to be Black Friday sales too. No, I would much rather put my money towards that than to buy this uh, this console. But for those that enjoy it, uh, more power to them. Uh, I'd rather buy a hundred loot boxes. <laughs> hey, I understand that. Totally understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, any other thoughts before we uh, get ready to wrap up uh, today's show? Uh, I mean, just a quick question to uh, just kind of expand on this topic. Like, are there any other consoles you think should get a mini classic version? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, uh, I uh, let me think about that. Uh, I've enjoyed the Dreamcast. I enjoyed Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Sega Saturn. Uh, I actually, growing up as a kid, there was a lot of consoles that, you know, we pretty much had got every console. You know, our only job growing up as kids was to focus on doing good in school. And if we got good grades, then our parents would, would, would try to make sure that they always got us a console. So we had every console, uh, but the one console that I enjoyed the most, uh, aside from Nintendo, uh, the original Xbox, you know, yeah, I definitely, definitely enjoyed the, the, the Dreamcast. In the Sega Saturn, because a couple of those games, I had to get imported games uh, to actually play them. So um, definitely was a good, some good experiences with those titles. Um, so if I could say that I want to see something come back, maybe it would be the Dreamcast and the Sega mm-hmm. Saturn. Uh, the original Xbox was good, um, but I mean a lot of those games, uh, Microsoft has found a way to, to make some of that stuff backwards compatible as well. So. I don't really feel like I need the, the older console now. But yeah, Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, for sure. Maybe the... Well, yeah, yeah no. Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, those would be my picks. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I, I definitely have to go with the Dreamcast because uh, I think there's a good story behind a Dreamcast Mini uh, because it's like that was the console that got discontinued because, you know, they they got slaughtered by the playstation 2 you know um and you know i mean i i was one of those people who bought the dreamcast and i was pretty happy with it you know for uh i can't remember how long it lasted i think it was like a couple years or something um and i remember reading that news story i actually read it on my dreamcast because i was using it to browse the internet at the time um and i read that news about the the console being discontinued on my dreamcast and it was like wow okay um 
so yeah i mean I, I think there's a good story behind releasing a dreamcast a mini dreamcast so that people can relive everything that was great about the system and there were a lot of like classic memorable games on the system as well um so i think a lot of people would buy it you know to relive that console um and i mean i know they're starting to put out a lot of the games now like we just had shenmue come out like the the remaster and everything and you can actually buy a lot of the dreamcast games on steam now as well like crazy taxi and jet set radio and uh games like that but still if you if you give people a package you know a, a mini dreamcast uh complete with the controller and the vmu thing the little widget that you put in the controller and um you know you you pre-build uh you know sonic sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 shenmue um power stone uh I mean, there, there's so many uh, classic games on that system. Crazy Taxi, um, uh, Sega Boss Fishing, you know, all these, like, classic games that are on the system. Like, if you put them all in one package, like, you could definitely sell that for $99, and I would buy it, you know. So, yeah, I, I think definitely Dreamcast Mini. Um, and, yeah, I mean... I think that's pretty much it. Um, someone in the chat said PS3. I, I think, you know, maybe in like 10 to 15 years, maybe. But I think that's mm. kind of, you know, too soon. Um, and I mean, yeah. you, I mean, Sony wants you to buy a PS now, you know, if you want to relive those games. <laughs> so so you, well, you have that. I, well, I will say this. When, when PlayStation 5 comes out, that PlayStation Now option better not be even an option. Everything better be backwards compatible, especially the PS4 titles. Now, PS3, that's fine. They still can't figure out a way to get that to be backwards compatible. But the PlayStation 4 titles, absolutely. Because a lot of people I know, if they are just planning to buy a PlayStation 4 now or early next year, they might be a little pissed to find out that the newer system is coming out at the end of next year or the beginning of 2020 so yeah that that, that definitely needs to, be, needs to be backwards compatible there's no doubt about it i know a lot of people try to downplay say backwards compatibility compatibility isn't important well microsoft has, has done that now to the point that now sony is thinking about doing it so i think that that would tell you it is important because otherwise why, why would sony even bother trying to put make that a feature in playstation 5 so that right there speaks for itself <laughs> yeah but yeah but yeah we'll see ps3 that's good that's good but yeah maybe a couple of years we'll see <laughs> all right so any other thoughts before we get ready to uh wrap up the show uh that's pretty much all i had to say about that topic all right cool uh that sounds good so uh I believe that does conclude our show for this week. Um, just want to make a quick announcement. Uh, first and foremost, thank everybody for the continued support. All the Patreon subscribers, as well as people, if you are watching live or you watch the show later, we appreciate your continued support. Uh, we will be having a special show next week. Uh, and that, that, that special show may be on next Sunday as opposed to next Friday. Uh, we are currently figuring out that schedule. We're also going to have a couple of special guests that will be joining us. So 
definitely stay tuned for that. Um, but yes, also look out for a lot of stuff that we're working on that'll be on the website this week. Uh, we'll definitely make sure that uh, we keep you all up, up to date on that. So make sure you're following following us on social media uh, for all the latest updates, so on and so forth. And I definitely want to give a shout out to everybody on the staff, Mr. Uh, J. James Lugo, Dana Abercrombie, uh, Tatiana, uh, Anthony Nash, Tony Polanco, pretty much everybody on staff. We appreciate uh, everything everything that you guys do collectively. Um, and uh, Gary, the floor is now yours for shout outs. Yep. So as always, big shouts to our Patreon supporters, M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Sean Gorty. Uh, we appreciate your continued support. Uh, shouts to Miguel because he actually joined us in the chat again today. Um, so you know he was oh. actually there. Um, and shouts to Christopher Hart as well for you know being uh, pretty active throughout the show in the chat. So uh, we appreciate you know all your support. And um, like Rich said. Big shouts to the whole staff, you know, Tony, Dana, JJ, Tatiana, Nash, Richard, you know, everybody who uh, works on the site every week, you know, uh, big shouts to, to you guys. And um, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for what we have coming in the future. Um, you know, hopefully we have some, uh, some, some cool guests for you guys to enjoy on the co-op soon, but uh, we'll see how the schedule works out. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Absolutely. Sounds good. So once again, thank you all for your continued support. Hope that you all have a great weekend. We will talk to you all next week.